Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, aliens, psychics, religion, new age, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, holistic health, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, while other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's modern world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelyleah.com or at thelovelyleah on Instagram so we can connect. Become a Patreon supporter to get access to behind the scenes of our guests, freebies, early access to new episodes, discounts on merch, and more. Hello and welcome to another week of spiritual shit. I am so happy to be with you and I bet you are super happy that retrograde is almost over. (laughs) At least I am. I'm literally counting down the days. It has been a rough month of going back and digging up and looking at and taking time. You know, like I've had the most random shit happen, literally just my computer failure and recordings and uh, travel plans and flat tires and all kinds of all kinds of things that uh, has made me really really hate this kind of time for the stars. Anyway, I hope you really enjoyed last week's episode with Caroline. It was super cool to get kind of really weird with her. And what I'm really stoked about this week is that we're talking to Christian rap artist Stephen Malcolm, and we've never had an artist on the show before. Uh, not a musical artist. And so to be able to talk to someone about their creativity was really fun because I used to sing, I I used to play a bunch of instruments. I'm also a photographer. So art to me is really important to who I am as a person and being able to express myself. And I think that a lot of people think that they're not creative. And we kind of get into that about how being creative is as a result of becoming vulnerable and allowing yourself to witness yourself in a way that uh, for for a lot of people, it feels cringy and so makes us so uncomfortable because we haven't looked at ourselves in that way before. So if you would like to be gifted with the spiritual gift of creativity, well, (laughs) this episode is definitely for you. Uh, Before we get into that, we have a couple of announcements. Mystery School is taking the summer to just learn more about ourselves and learn how to better connect with spirit through uh, different aspects of the classes that I'll be teaching as well as some workshops and things. But this it's also just a really wonderful community. I won't go on a whole long tangent about it, but we have made amazing friends. I have some best friends in the group and other people have made friends and business partners and so on. And it's a great place to come if you have questions about spirituality that uh, you can't really ask anybody. So, um, it's awesome. I love it. (laughs) So if you are interested in joining that at the time of recording, there are 15 spots left. So I usually record these the day before it airs. So 15 spots left. If that's something you're interested in, run over to patreon.com slash the lovely Aaliyah to become a $25 tier member and join our community. Now, for those of you who don't want to do that, that's incredible. And I am happy that you're here listening anyway. Um, I just want you to just spend this summer, really taking the time to dig into yourself, dig into who you are, dig into what it is that you love, dig into your passions and the promises that you've made to yourself and things that you really, really want to do. Um, because this time is short on earth. 
It really is. The last week with, you know, trigger warning, um, I'm about to talk about some of the current events that have happened. So if that affects you really badly, go ahead and fast forward uh, to the episode. But the current state of events in our world have just been so shocking and sad. And it's been, it's been really, really hard to watch some of, I mean, the last one just took me out, you know, um, over and over and over the same things happening and, and no one doing anything to change it. And I had this breakdown where I was like, you know, what, what are we doing here? What's the point of all this spiritual shit? If we can't change what's happening and, you know, spirit told me, Hey, like by you being here, this is what's changing things. And I was like, fuck, no, it's not. You know, like I was really upset and I had a moment of distance with spirit because I was just feeling like, damn, like it doesn't get any better. And while I know that's not true, it's definitely how it feels. So if you're feeling like that and you're just having a hard time, like I see you, it's, it's a whole lot of fuckery right now. And I wish that I had the spiritual words to make people feel better, but I don't. I just know that, that by us being here in some way or another, we are able to be a light for someone. I hope. I hope that in my role, I'm able to do that for you. And by proxy, you're able to do that for someone else. And maybe together at some point, maybe we won't get to see the change, but maybe our children will by us being here and spreading that light and being good examples of humans and doing what we can while we're here um, does make a change, makes a lasting change for our universe. So that's all I'm going to say about that. So uh, yeah, let's get into today's episode right now. Stephen Malcolm makes faith-driven hip-hop that's as unique as his multicultural background. It's a diverse sound grounded in rap's rhythmic delivery, pop modern melodies, and his perspective on God's word glued together by a street-smart artist whose music has earned five Dove Award nominations and more than 57 million streams. This deep-hearted hip-hop artist mixes spirituality of a Sunday morning with the energy of Saturday night, and is a natural-born storyteller bringing vulnerability to the rap game. Raised by a family whose Jamaican-born patriarch was deported back to the Caribbean when Stephen was only 10 years old, he first turned to music as a source of stability. He found success in the hip-hop underground with his independent debut of Monsters, Inc., and then built a larger audience with 2017 self-titled album Stephen Malcolm. Nominated for three GMA Dove Awards, Stephen Malcolm was followed by The Second City, which debuted at number 11 on the Billboard Hip Hop chart in 2019. Tracks like Fuego highlighted his Jamaican roots and reggae influences, while a Dove-nominated remix of Even Louder featured his duet with seven-time Grammy nominee Natalie Grant. Steven's forthcoming album, Trees, is an eclectic depiction of Malcolm's past, present, and future. The album features several award-winning artists such as Snoop Dogg, Shaggy, Social Club, Misfits, and KB. It arrives on the heels of Malcolm's five-track EP, all is true, which garnered wide acclaim and reached more than 1.9 million total streams with his newest soon to be hit summertime dropping June 3rd. Please welcome Stephen Malcolm to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Aaliyah Lovely. And today we have Christian rap artist, Stephen Malcolm. How you What's doing? <laughs> I'm blessed up, blessed up. How you doing this morning? I'm, I'm awesome. I'm awesome. Thank you so much for being here. When you your email came in, I was going through and listening through some of your music and I was like, 
hold up this shit is good <laughs> <laughs> yes thank you um we've never thank had you. an artist on the show before not in this this context per se and I was like, this is super fun because this is obviously the music that I listen to. And it was really nice to listen to music that wasn't talking about bitches and hoes, to be honest. Uh, yes, can, like, yes. I feel like I can like really jam yes. with this. It's very yes. conscious for me. Yes. Um, so before we get into that and kind of discuss like the, the vulnerability it takes to be creative, because I think a lot of our listeners are trying to find their gifts. They're trying to figure out mm-hmm. what their spiritual gifts are and they're trying to dig into what that looks like. And that doesn't always look like being a medium or being a card reader or something like that. Sometimes it looks right. like being a rapper and sometimes it yeah. looks like being an accountant, you know, yeah, <laughs> um, whatever absolutely. their own spiritual thing is. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But before we get to that, I would first, first, I need to comment on the Fuego video. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> when I checked out what was the most stream, that's what came up on my yeah. Spotify. And I watched the video and the video itself, like I'm a photographer. I've been a photographer for like 20 years. And I was looking yeah. at the shot that they had of you guys in the storage units. Storage containers. <laughs> I yes. fucking love that shot. Oh man. <laughs> Legendary. Yes. And that it was, was at awesome. like four in the morning. That I shot bet. Too. Yeah. Man. Loved it, it though. It was an experience. Fun. Yeah. That day in that video. And you can see it in the video. It was an experience. Yeah. Yeah. That looked Appreciate like a lot it. of fun. A lot of fun. I Thank was like, you. that shot is amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. so anyway, uh, let's get down to business. I would love to hear more about you and your story mm-hmm. and what got you into the space to be able to develop, um, I would say a different vein of music within the hip hop yeah. industry. Yeah. So a little bit of my background, uh, I am from Grand Rapids, Michigan, the mighty Midwest. Midwest. Yes. You already know. And, um, like I, my background is crazy. Like I really come from like nothing my mom was physically and sexually abused as a child which made her run away from home because she told mom but mom just denied it and so my mother grew up in the system and then met my dad in her 20s and my dad was in his 40s an immigrant from Jamaica um, who you know had nothing more than an eighth grade education my mom ended up telling me and so two months she's pregnant with me you know, my father handed her uh, $200 and said, go take care of that while I go to work. And uh, she decided not to. And he came home and she gave him the money back and said, I'll leave. I'm keeping this baby. And here I am. And so mm. they, they stayed together for a little while. And then he decided to, to start selling drugs and, and, and guns. And, and so my mom was like, no, like my, my kids aren't going to be taken from me and grow up in a system like my kids, you know, and shout out to my mom, like the way she grew up and the way she raised us totally different. So she got us up out of there. He ended up getting arrested and deported back to Jamaica. Last time I seen him, I was nine years old. Hmm. And my mom, you know, with her childhood and everything, uh, m- me growing up, she was addicted to alcohol, bad and pills, bad and now knowing her story, I see why them vices really, you know, had a hold of her. So I really had to like, you know, look at the TV screen for, you know, my, 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 my upbringing. You know, I looked up to like Michael Jordan and Kobe and big bros in the street. I hooped and stuff like that. And, and then, you know, growing up in high school, I got into the girls, you know what I mean? <laughs> school influenced by the big bros and stuff. And then things just, Things just came to to a halt, man. Um, you know, my mom, she still was going through her whirlwind of 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 just vices and struggles with men. 
And then my sister, I got an older sister who's two years older than me, you know, 2021 20, doing her thing, but she was stripping and, mm. and doing drugs herself and bringing random guys home. And I didn't want to stay in that. Like I'm, I'm little bro. I don't, you know, I'm out here hooping, like trying to low key pursue my dream. I was really, my mindset was just different. So I started staying in this house with a bunch of my big bros who was doing big bro stuff in the street parties every <laughs> night. And I'm in the studio in the basement, you know, in the mornings recording music. And then suddenly, you know, everybody starts talking about this hip hop church. And like, you know, I told my upbringing, I didn't grow up in church. I just grew up, you know, normal kid, parents gone. So I looked to the TV, I looked to the streets, you know, I looked to the girls and everything. And I'm 18, I'm 19. And I'm, I'm realizing like, yo, I just feel empty. Like I'm about to graduate high school with a 2.1. Yeah, you know saying trying to pursue a ball. I just, it just felt empty. I'm not doing anything. I'm, I just felt like I just was, I'm here to make an impact. And I just feel like I'm not, I don't know. My identity is just, who am I? Pop's gone, mom's gone, sis doing this, these big bros just banging and sleeping with chicks and doing drugs and drinking. It's like, man, like what is, what is life? And at that moment, like it, like I had three people like, yo, check out this hip hop church. And I'm like, bro, how does hip hop and Jesus even, bro, I, I don't get it. Cause we over here bumping Gucci and Wayne and partying like, yo, this is, this is life. This hip hop over here, bro, the basement, we got the studio, we got the girls 2K playing. And uh, yeah, I got, and it was this one cat, man. I actually uh, played ball with him in high school. His name is B. Cole. We party together, house parties, you know, high school house parties. Like this, I, you remember those. We, me and my mans, like, we was, and, and one day we was hooping, like, years later, and I'm like, yo, what you been up to, man? He's like, man, just, I gave my life to Jesus, man. I go to this hip-hop church. <laughs> like, hold on, you? Like, it's one of them people, like, you know that person that, yeah, says, like, you did? What? And, like, <laughs> flipped their life around, and he just told me about it, and so like one night I wasn't doing nothing, man. And I just walked into the church, man, for the first time. And I was that dude who like, I already knew like, if I walk into the church, they gonna tell me, take my hat off, pull my pants up. You know what I mean? Like that was me. Like I come from that, bro. Like don't tell me to change. But I walked into this building and I seen black and brown young people that look like me, that dress like me, that talk like me. And then like, I go to the sanctuary and the worship is hip hop and like my man's is spitting and it's hard. <laughs> and then my, my bro is back there crumping. And yeah, saying like crumping. <laughs> yeah. When stage. that was the thing. <laughs> yeah. And like, yo, like he gets off stage. I'm like, bro, yo, that was hard. Jeez. Like, yo, glory to God, man. <laughs> and it just like, it blew me away. Like just seeing this and just what, you know, saying the pastor was saying, man, it just struck me. And just me, like, coming from a fatherless household, like, the countless, you know what I'm saying, unfortunately, like, from where I come from. And then Ma Dukes, like, just always struggling with the vices. And so, you know, she missed out on, on just being there on pivotal moments for a fatherless young man. Just me sitting there, like, like just finding my identity, man, in them seats mm -hmm. and finding my identity through that's the spirituality that comes through that medium of the hip hop church and what it gave me, how it spoke to me. Mm -hmm. A young man from the hip hop culture, like it spoke to me. Finally, something spoke to me. And I just kept on going. It was one of them situations where I was going by myself. 
Like yeah. it, I was catching a bus. I ain't have no L's at the time. <laughs> it took me forever to get my license. That's a whole nother story. But uh, I was catching a bus by myself going in um a real pivotal thing happened man and it like I was going for like two months and mind you I wasn't on no like oh I'm gonna stop this I'm gonna stop I'm gonna stop no like I was just going because it just felt like a good place like so much was going on in life the hectic moms was got remarried and moved and then came back and was sleeping with the dude next door who was married sisters stripping doing cocaine sleeping with these dudes I got big bros banging GD fighting all the time like yo life was just crazy and finally I, I find this place that I it was the first time I felt peace peace yeah <laughs> it was the first time I felt like solitude and, and quiet and the storm is just away for a while and man I connected with God I, I was just able to connect with my my spiritual father mm. and that's how I found my identity and through mm. that, I found my purpose. And I, it took a year. I really wanted to just get grounded in my faith. Like, I left everything. I didn't have nothing. I, I was questioning, what am I here? Like, what am I doing? And so I just left it, surrounded myself with my brothers. And literally, I, I was sleeping at the church. Like, shout out to the pastor. Uh, he built a, a studio in there. And we actually was teaching high school kids and middle school kids how to record themselves. So that gave us a chance to have a studio in the church. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, man, I just started pouring everything out um, through that. And so, you know, yeah, to answer your, your question with that long winded story of myself. <laughs> but I was like, man, you know, there's a big difference now in like what I value now when I talk about my spirituality is that everything I say is real. Everything that I say, somebody can grasp onto. And, and I feel like that's that's the thing is, is just like with with letting my spirituality bleed through my, my artistic vision and my, my, my art period is that's how you go deep with people. Yeah. That's how yeah. you just get beyond scratching the surface of, you know, go to the strip club and throw the one. Yes, everybody <laughs> can do that. But yo, when you sitting in that dark room alone and it's all over and you broke. Yeah. What's real? Like what's really real? Like that's mm -hmm. what I like to get to because my life has been really real and I ain't got time to just scratch the surface with people. I'm trying to go deep. I'm trying to really impact. I'm here to impact. That's, that's what I was told. Impact. Tell impact. truth. That's, it's so, really beautiful. Uh, first of all, thank yeah. you for sharing that. And I think that it's super it's super interesting because as soon as before you even said it, I was like, he found peace. Like he found that mm -hmm. place where he was like, I know who <laughs> I am. I know what my identity is. I know what my purpose is. Uh, I know what I'm here to do. And I think that a lot of listeners will really vibe with that because for them, like for all, all of us, right. We're kind of living in this really chaotic world. <laughs> I mean, shit is going down really fast. Yeah. And <laughs> we're all sitting here going like, what are we supposed to do? Like, what, what do we need to do? And what's really yeah. interesting is at least in this field, a lot of people don't talk about how art is, is a, a, a channeling process, a process that can mm -hmm. help you express yourself, make yourself yes. vulnerable and be able mm -hmm. to connect to other people in a way that can really impact them. And yeah. so how do you think that, um, you know, your background and like you essentially finding this helped you open yourself to a more vulnerable mindset, especially in your music, you had said something earlier about that, that feeling of like, you're sitting in that dark room, you know, and a lot mm. of the music that we listen to is, is very 
I would say a lot of like rap music and stuff we listened to was really empty. And yeah. like, and so when I was listening to your music, I was like, you know, like I'm, I'm not a Christian. I grew up Christian. Like, I don't know if you know my background, but like I'm severely hurt by the church, but like mm. done some healing work. It's fine. I'm spiritual. Yeah. It's cool. Um, yeah. but, <laughs> but I was listening to the music and I was like, Hey, like, <laughs> like this and listen to it in a, in a conscious space. And, yeah. and I think that that's, what's really amazing about yeah. that. But how has that opened yeah. you up to be more vulnerable, to channel yourself through that type of art? Uh, just because it's a must, like, I feel like, and yeah, you using the word vulnerable is the perfect word. Um, I feel like what makes us as artists different than the regular person is that we have that just, we can channel that inner courage to be vulnerable in front of people. Mm -hmm. It's hard enough. Like one of the biggest fears is to even just get in front of people and talk in a classroom. We're scared. Mm -hmm imagine expressing pain expressing heartache expressing wounds you know what I mean and so it's just tapping in to that courage to be vulnerable um I just feel like that's my element when I when I got on stage like when like my pastor who is who's like my spiritual father like I literally had to call him yesterday because me and wifey was arguing like yo pops what do I do in this situation like we got that type of you know same relationship and so it's just like man like being being vulnerable in that space you know what I mean and 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 just yeah that's that's the separation um and, and tapping into that is, is, is something special. And so, yeah, man, just, just choose to do it. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it takes, <laughs> it takes a lot, you know what I mean? And, but it's, that's the separation, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, just able to be vulnerable in front of people, because that's, that's just how you reach people where they're at. Yeah. That's something that we hear a, a lot about on the show. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm all for the vulnerability I would say it was, it's not easy for me to be vulnerable, but in my past, I used to be one of those people that would cry like once a year and I was like proud of it. Like, oh, yeah. I don't have any emotions. I'm very stoic and it's fine. <laughs> um, and then I had this situation where, um, someone that I loved almost died mm. and I was like, oh my gosh, like all of this pent up emotion that I haven't like yeah. let myself look at or see or, mm. you know, involve myself in came to the surface all at once. And I think I got like cried for a year, you know, just like everything <laughs> made me cry a stupid Hallmark yeah. commercial, be like, ah, you know, um, yeah. and just trying to feel that. So for, for yeah. you, you know, let's talk about, let's talk about hip hop because, mm -hmm. you know, like I'm mm. sure a lot of our listeners listen to hip hop, but they don't know yeah. hip hop yeah. and <laughs> to be in that kind of industry and bury your soul essentially yeah, like that's part yeah. of it there's also this big facade that shows up right like I gotta be this way I gotta act like this I gotta you know like the whole bit yeah. how did you find yourself in the industry um you know essentially kind of clinging to your stand and your spirituality because it can be very easily to get lost off your your purpose your mission your message yeah yeah no it, it was like a recent occurrence I had to literally like check one of the I mean, check management, I felt like, and like the head of marketing, because as, as a Christian artist, and that's, that's like what I am. I, like, if you look it up, it Christian hip hop artist, Stephen yeah. Malcolm, I don't run from it. I'm like, I'm proud of it. It's cool. Mm. But yo, you can play my music 
anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> anywhere. I will rap for anybody from the dope man from the corner to the prostitute on the corner to the rich white man on the on the fifth floor or on the 50th floor. Like, yo, they'll all think it's dope. And so I'm sitting here and and it's a thing of like, okay, I'm a Christian rapper, but I'm 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 dope enough to invade the mainstream space. Mm. And so with that. Wait, can I stop you there? Because Absolutely. the fact that you said I'm dope enough to infiltrate, like you claimed, like how you feel about yourself. And I feel like yeah. a lot of people run from that. Like mm. it's really hard for people to own that they're good <laughs> yeah. at something or yeah. to say that they're good at something or to like put it out there in that way. So first of all, yay you. No, um, and no. I just want to make a note of that for our listeners because <laughs> like we are so used to just underplaying and playing yeah. small and like, oh no, I didn't do that. I'm not that good. Ugh. Like yeah. claim no. it. So go ahead. Listen, Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> listeners, listeners. So I'm on, I'm on Zoom and I'm waving something and this is a key. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and confidence is just what's in my hand that I'm waving. Confidence is key, man. Michael Jackson told Janet Jackson two things. He said, practice, 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 and always be confident. Mm. Boom. So listeners, nugget yes. from the legend, the icon, <laughs> the greatest. Yeah. So, so dope enough to infiltrate the mainstream space. I'm sitting here and like, I got a song with Shaggy. You know what I mean? And Snoop. And, ju- and yeah, so just recently with that, um, we, we shot the video with Snoop. And man, listen. Let me tell you, I'll tell you, I was spiritually ready. I was spiritually ready. Oh, Lord. Yes, we want to talk about spiritual-ish. Come on, listen, I came in and I was ready. I knew what was going down. And okay, so first thing is like, yes, like, man, I can't run away from it. Like, I'm a man of God. I love God. Like, we go to the video shoot and yeah, saying like they got these extras, but they some teens like, yeah, saying like they on the bus, they have dress and I got a wife, you know what I mean? Yeah. And a son and like they doing uh, these scenes on the beach. And I'm just like thinking like, man, this is not going to fly. Like, oh, like I'm feeling like, man, I don't know. The show just straight up like some shorty like came and was like, hey, yo you were shooting the video you had the dancers and you'll go to the elevator first like on some yo the show take care of you yeah like you know what i mean i'm like yo i'm good i'm good (laughs) i'm good and it was the first time like yo she like whipped her hair back and looked at me like i was crazy and i'm it made me feel like the first time in my life like i like yo deny like yo get out my face (laughs) and like i just felt like yo she was really like insulted just now hooray so it's yes, spiritually ready. Let's go. Like, this is how it goes down. Snoop, when we shot the video, everybody would make this joke when I tell them, yo, I'm going to shoot the video with Snoop. You know how it goes. What is Snoop always doing? Smoking weed. What would be legendary to do with the legendary Snoop Dogg? Smoking weed. I Come on that. now. Come on now. <laughs> Me too. A good ass time. <laughs> oh man. So he's behind me. You know what I'm saying? Blood going shooting the video, man. But I told myself, you know what? God got me here. Like, God is the one who got me on this microphone. God is the one who got me like this opportunity. Like, my music is so dope that I'm in front of Snoop shooting a music video. So let me be different. Mm-hmm. Let me be different. 
let me be different whatever that means to the listeners you know what I mean like I'm doing it for this reason you may do but like us being spiritual we're different period Mm -hmm. We're, we're different and so it's just like I've always felt like I don't fit in I'm different but now it's just like nah like yo being yourself is what's in you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to be here. I'm going to represent and I'm going to be different real quick. Let me be a light real quick. Let me do, let me not do what everybody would do and kill myself real quick and keep it moving. And like that'll, I just feel like if anything comes to it, it's just like, yo, I'm not finna, finna have this moment jaded by anything. This is going to be a light moment. This is going to be a God thing for real. And that's what I made sure. So every little thing that tried to knock me spiritually nah I was on it man and, and so I had to come back to the team and because it just seemed like things were off like oh you you know mainstream this is mainstream add some some girls in there and add uh, mainstream no no that's not what I mean when I say mainstream mm-hmm. I got a wife who I want to honor I got a son who I want to watch this and I don't want to see him at, with shorties touching like no where's mama at mama yeah. cold mama bad and that's what I thought while shooting it so yeah man like I got my fam in the video I got my wife and son in the video and Mm -hmm. Snoop in the video and that's me that that, that's that's me that's 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 my spiritual stance that's how I can be different that's and second key yeah man (laughs) and and that's just me being me infiltrating that mainstream space and still keeping my spirituality lit yeah not compromising so I love that but uh, man, did I want to hit that point, though. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Turn up. That'd have been a good ass time. Um, I, I love the second key, like to to be different, you know, mm-hmm. like if people are so afraid to be themselves. And yeah. like even for me in this podcast, like my, my podcast is called Spiritual Shit, you know, like uh I am a black woman in a space that is very largely white. And mm-hmm. I came into this game, if you will. Um, you know, kind of trying to, trying to figure out what it looks like to create from me instead. Yeah. So I made sure not to listen to any podcasts. I made sure like, I was mm. like, this is kind of what I'm going to do. If it's the right way to do it or not, I don't really give a shit. So we're yeah. just going to go roll with it. <laughs> and my mom, like, so I grew up really Christian. So my parents and everybody's still uh, Christian. And my mom was like, mm, are you sure you want to present yourself? <laughs> in this way <laughs> you know such uh, profanity yeah. and I was going like you know I feel like this makes it accessible like yeah. spirituality in a lot of ways um you know just seems like it's supposed to be really high and we're supposed to act a certain way mm. and have to be really mm-hmm. buttoned up and I'm sure that's why the hip-hop church really appealed to you yep. yeah. and yeah. so to appeal to people who are different which yeah. you know largely those of us especially those are of us who are minorities we speak a different language Absolutely. and we, we express ourselves in different ways different cultures yes. and so on you know um <laughs> So that, that really, I love that. And I think that our listeners will really enjoy that. Um, mm. So do you feel like, cause you're, you're a writer, you write your music, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So do you feel like, you know, do you explain to me what the zone looks like? Because like, yeah. have you ever watched soul? You have a kid. I'm sure you have. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's an amazing movie. I love that movie. And there's this part in there where they say, um, you know, the part where the people are playing music or they're doing something, they're kind of in the zone and they end up in this astral realm. 
And mm-hmm. I'm like, I love that mm-hmm. because when, as an artist, I'm a photographer too, and I've done other stuff oh, as well, nice. and I sing. And so like, I know what it's like to be in that space when you're channeling that pure spirit of yourself into yeah. whatever art that you're doing. Talk to us about yes. what it looks like for you to get uh, in the zone when you're performing or writing. Well, it looks just like the movie. So we literally <laughs> are entered into, yes, say colorful spaces. <laughs> nah, but for everybody, it is different. But for me personally, I have to be alone. And that's one thing that I was able to channel with this third album, Tree, was I remembered back to when I first started being creative in the basement. When I was telling I was living with all the bros, they'd be upstairs partying. I'd go down to the basement in the morning when nobody was awake, passed out till noon, and just go to work. Mm-hmm. And I remember the, just the creative freedom I was able to have with that. And it felt good. It felt euphoric. And so that just channeled over to, to making tree. I, I literally had my, my producer, my AR, get me an Airbnb downtown, like super nice loft. And I set the studio up, had Kobe and Jordan highlights playing on the projector and just set the mood. You gotta set the mood. Your environment is so important as a creative. I see oh, you, yeah. which I, I peeped your environment. Yes, saying it's, 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 it's fire. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, I set the environment up. And man, it's, it's usually starts in the morning because I'm a morning person and I just go to work, man. And, and it, it, it honestly like that freestyle thing. So growing up, I used to write a lot and I still do write if I want to be real, super lyrical and intricate. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, like it's just the, the mumbling and then just the freestyle. It's just it's a real feel it moment. So, yeah, I'll just be there with the beat and goodness I'll just throw the tune on and just man just get in a zone and and like like music like you said you you were you're an artist and so Mm -hmm. music is yeah we feel music that is real and so you know you know melodies and runs and what comes and and what feels good and so yeah I just go I just let myself flow and record the melodies the mumble melodies Mm -hmm. and then I'll just go back and and just freestyle in, you know, the melodies that I like. And yeah, it's that groove. Like once you get going, you know what I mean? We painting now, <laughs> we getting the first coat, we going. And yeah, man, it's, it's all just knowing. To me, what I tapped into with Making Tree is, is knowing yourself, which is very important, knowing how to set yourself up and then go. And so, yeah, with me personally, setting my environment up, I have to be alone so I can shout my 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 ad-libs get crazy with you know <laughs> little bgvs if i want to and um and just let it flow and let the music take me where it wants to go that requires a, a, an astute amount of vulnerability because i think yes. sometimes people get stuck they they can't get to the creative part because they're they're one they don't know themselves and they mm. haven't spent the time trying to learn themselves but two it it it, it, I don't know how to explain it because I'm a creator as well. So I know what that feels like to put yourself out there in front of yourself. Mm, and a lot mm. of people are really afraid to do that because it's another yeah. thing to perform in front of other people. Like I used to sing worship team and wrote, mm. wrote an album. Like I'm, I'm, I, I love nice. this interview for that reason. Cause I'm like, I yeah, I mean, I know what that means. Yeah, you know what's um, up. So I understand that, but there is, there's this part for people where they really struggle mm. being out in front of themselves almost like they're afraid to know themselves do you feel like there was anything special that happened to you that made you go 
this wow. is who I am. Yeah, yeah, my son, my son, my son, my I have son. Chills. I just had a baby, so I know. Yeah, yeah. Listen, ah, uh, I cry mm. all the time now. And yeah, like you said, you know, once a year that used to be me, and now I cried twice while watching King Richard. <laughs> Anything that has to do with raising your children in a triumphant way, I'm gonna cry. Period. Because I know that's me. Like, I, I, I can't wait. So, yeah, my son, he really made me, he started making me ask my mom questions about mm. her childhood and making me, you know, saying, play detective of why do I do this? And hey, tell me about my dad. Like, what, how, what negative things didn't you like about my, you know, what I'm saying, and yeah. just what did you love? Where did he take you out? Like, you know, where did just, I used to, yeah, just once I had my son, I started really just wanting to go deep with myself and know myself and where I come from and why I am the way I am and how I can mm. change and make my son's life different and more about my family heritage and stuff like that. And yeah, it became beautiful and I became more emotional, man, so much more emotional, but I think that helps definitely with my humility because I see a lot of the way God's love towards us has it's just craziness because my son is just like I see God's love through it's saying my son it was just like man and so with that wanting to go deep with people ever since I had my son because I just know that's what will last and that's what mm -hmm. will people can really carry you know yeah take away. I get that I get that as a parent it's it's really it's funny because before you have kids you think you know what it's going to be like when you have kids goodness and then you have kids and you're like oh shit I didn't know shit so yeah. like it's a oh, it's a rude awakening <laughs> I I miss sleep you know oh man I'm yeah. just saying that like that how old yeah. is your son he's one and a half mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> Veda's gonna be one next month oh oh man so yeah you know six months is he sleeping all the way through now she's not still She's, well actually okay, she, that's not that's not true we just started to put her on this this regimen where if we if we put her to bed at 9 30 or 10 o'clock then she'll sleep through the night if we oh, put her to bed at 8 30 she'll wake up at midnight or two see i so. think i'm really blessed like with my son man he's like easy maintenance like that's what our pediatrician <laughs> said we literally like clockwork put this boy to sleep at 7 30 oh my god at, like 8 8 a.m he gonna sleep all can i get eight. that on amazon <laughs> <laughs> and he, he started that at six months wow so, you know like yeah we you know we can get to sleep now but it's just not the same I don't know sleep yeah. is just not the same once you have a kid it's not the same so yeah. what would you how would you advise people to to get to know themselves better it without the awakening of a child right mm, that's a really good question you know <laughs> I would say <laughs> you know my pastor always says our greatest passions come from our deepest hurt. Mm. And so I guess think of like the hurts in your life and just think of the vulnerability. And I know it's scary, but it just takes a lot of courage to, uh, to gain freedom. Mm. And so, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I take that. I mean, I love that. I always tell people that your, your greatest wound is your greatest gift because Oof. the, the part of yeah. you that hurts the most, usually you end up producing something 
that helps other people in ways that you didn't want to feel. Mm -hmm. So very similarly, when you had your kid, you start asking your mom questions, you know, things like that. We relate to the the areas where we may be struggling or things that have happened to us that we don't understand and ways to help our communities or other people in the future. So what would you say as far as like, so, so from listening to your music, you tell a lot of stories. Yeah. And so rapping very much is a storytelling process. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, did, does being a Christian artist or a conscious artist change how you do hip hop? Like besides lyrically. Um, it's a deep one. <laughs> right, 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 right. It is. It is. And I want to really give the, like the right answer. No, no. Okay. No, it doesn't. The, the only, I would say the only difference is when you choose to step into the the Christian industry because there is a vast difference. There's mm-hmm. a vast difference. Like there's cats outside, you know what I'm saying? And when I say outside, I mean both outside mm-hmm. who don't care and don't play by the rules. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it is, it's just hip hop. It's just hip hop. Um, but like in the Christian industry, yeah, like there's certain, things that like you just can't bleed over because the consumer won't accept mm-hmm. and you with the battery you get what I mean you know yeah. what I mean like I say nigga that's just in my vocabulary that's just how I grew up mm-hmm. I can't say that in my music mm-hmm. I won't say that in my music mm-hmm. and so to me like in me, I'm just real, like, when I say hip-hop, that just means, like, you authentic, you you street, you tell it how it is raw. Like, that's what we loved about N.W.A., Public Enemy, the pillars yeah. of hip, what birthed hip-hop is telling everything raw. And that's what they loved about it, why we had to put the sensory advisories Explicit on it. Like, content. That's hip-hop, right? <laughs> yeah. Yo, if I was to drop an M-bomb on a record, my sales would... Yeah, <laughs> so... To me, that's just like, I had a dude one time, man, he was security and he was like mainstream security, but he was doing a Christian tour. So he was like, hey, yo, man, let me ask you something, man. So you can't really like, yes. And I've had it, like, I wanted to remake Paid in Full. Remember the movie Paid in Full? Do you remember Mm -hmm. that joint? Man, it was like a super gangster movie, man. (laughs) I wanted to remake, it was crazy, but just like, the, the label just and I can understand the cons- like the main consumers like being, yo why is there guns why is there people drugs and, <laughs> but the story is just about a hood come up really mm-hmm, you know what I mean and yeah. everybody eating mm-hmm. so wait who's in that movie it's a uh, Cameron it's the everybody eats beat everybody and, eats okay I'm yeah okay I know who that, I know that is now yeah that <laughs> joint man like I was super inspired like you know I didn't grow up Christian so I was like watching hood movies all my life as a kid so now things that I like want to take and flip is always like hood movies are just crazy <laughs> violent stuff I don't know but like uh Fuego was Desperado but anyways yeah <laughs> like he was like yo you can't fully like be yourself creatively and like express everything you did and like what if I wanted to be like man I'm on my spiritual today like yeah I can't because like the mom would be like oh my daughter's not listening to this you know what I mean and so it's just like, but how does that work for you to be 
in the fullest aspect of your creativity. Cause obviously we're, we're not slamming Christian music. We know that there's an industry right. and a vein for sure. And an audience, like if I, absolutely, I mean, even, even having you on the show is outside of the vein of what our spiritual audience is usually listening to. Yeah. And I like to push the boundaries. So, yeah, um, love it. <laughs> but so I understand that being in industry and then knowing that you have a particular audience that you need to appeal to, like, yeah. do you ever feel like that limits your ability to express yourself spiritually? No, not spiritually, just sometimes creatively. Creatively. Because like I said, like- I see those at this, as the same thing. Really? Yeah, especially, yeah, yeah, they can be. They can run in the same vein. Mm -hmm. They can run in the same vein because, yo, like, yeah, like this is what God gave me. This yeah. is the vision that I had. Why y'all trying to change it? Like I had a- <laughs> Why y'all tripping? I a, <laughs> yeah, I, I had a title called Shoot Me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they were, and it was, it was a valid concern. And like, yo, like, what if a, a fan takes it literal and shows up to your show and shoots you? Mm. And, you know, the, the two weeks later when we dropped it, we changed the title. But two weeks later after we dropped it, there was like a school shooting. Um, and yeah. they was like, what if they said that they was inspired by your song? Like they yeah. mentioned that, which was a crazy coincidence. Yeah. But that happened. And so like, you know, like it's stuff like that. But I just feel like, yeah, like that's the pros and cons that just come with the job of being in the industry. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I used to work at Nordstrom in retail. I remember the cons <laughs> there too. Yeah. yeah I used to work I, at the buckle. I know the deal. Oh yeah. You, so you know that life. Yeah. We're a lot alike. So, you know, I would rather, I would rather have to change in a, 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 a single title than the boss say, Hey, go out there. What are you doing? You're not doing anything. Go pick up them shoes. <laughs> yeah. so. Go pick up some shoes. Go sell to the client. Yeah. Ask them if they want this membership. Get, yeah, get their email. Get the get them to sign up for get a credit card, or else you're fired. Like, oh, oh, that was not the life. Oh my god. Yeah. No. Um. So this this is really like. First of all, you have this new album coming out called Tree. What was the inspiration yes. for the title? Yeah, my family. My family. I'm a family of three. So okay, Jamaicans. Mm -hmm. me my jamaican background pronounced the, the word three tree you know oh one, yeah. Two, tree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, i always gotta put jamaican flavor on something yeah uh so tree uh i'm a family of three this is my third album and i think about my spiritual journey i think about how i came into this thing wanting to be rooted in my spirituality and that I've been through so much. I know you've been through so much through your spiritual battle. Like I hear it when you're talking to me mm -hmm. and through everything, like I posted a picture with Snoop and, and one of my sisters, she was like, yo, it's so dope to still see you out here killing it. Mm -hmm. And I know what she means. It's just like, cause she was there when I first started at the church rapping and now I'm here doing a song with Snoop and I'm still just standing firm. Like, yo, I'm not budging on anything. I'm still there not smoking with Snoop because of my spirituality. Mm -hmm. And then I think about just the fruit that has come from the work that's put in and the fruit that's come from my firmness. And it just spews out just the, tr the tree. And I think about the, the, the generational curses that I'm breaking with having my son right now and being faithfully married. Um, you know, that's, that's changing the trajectory of my family tree. And the, just the, the, the reoccurrence of the, the word tree in scripture and just Jesus being a carpenter touching tree every day, <laughs> it all makes sense. So, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's a, a really good 
just i love the rooted part yeah. very much so because we talk a lot it's i mean so important it's super so important. important like it it really doesn't matter what you believe in like but to know yourself sorry that's yes. my opinion but to know yourself yeah and to know what you believe and to be firmly rooted in whatever that is yeah. um that's that to me is really important i know for myself it's been it's been really challenging like to come out of a box that i had been mm. I gr- i've grown up in um mm. and you know i'm finding new ways to heal my relationship with jesus and i see him more as a spiritual entity or ascended master if you will just like i do buddha yeah. or krishna or whoever but yeah. there's this part of me that it, it's <sighs> Like I knew from like being a, a, a baby child, <laughs> um, being someone who always asked a lot of questions, mm. I always asked a lot of questions. Like, what about the dinosaurs? And what about this? And why is the woman, why is it that we have to have the kids? You know, like there was all these stories yeah. around things that really just didn't resonate with me. And I had to get mm. to this space of going, you know what, like from, from a child, I knew that at least I, I, I wanted things to be open. Yeah, that's all. I'm not saying mm-hmm. you shouldn't believe this or you should believe that or whatever. I just wanted it to be open. I wanted to be able right. to entertain those other things and be able to see that. And so coming into what I would consider my awakening, um, almost like your salvation, right? Yeah. Um, we yeah. come into the space of feeling very much like, oh, this is what peace feels like to me. Yeah. This is what solitude feels like to me. This is my journey. This is the impact I want to make and yes. come into that space like when you really come into that space, there is no one who can mm. come away and take your treat out of the ground. Facts. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just know is. that this is what you're supposed to be doing. And I, I love yes. the, the different part to be different because in a society that all wants to be the same and all just wants to fit in, it just it takes a lot of courage to stand out and be different. So thank you so much for that. Um, We're going to go to our after show on Patreon. So if you guys want to hear the rest of this episode, go to patreon.com slash the lovely Aaliyah. And before we go, um, please tell us where people can find you and more about where they can find your album. Yeah, so you can find me everywhere on social media. Just type in Stephen Malcolm. I got the blue check, small flex. (laughs) Um, StephenMalcolm.com is my website. And uh, yeah, hit me up. I love to chop with my uh, my fans and my supporters. And uh, yeah, just know I, I uh, spit real music in a real way. Yeah, Very dude. much. <laughs> yeah. Check out his new album called Tree. And if you love this episode, please send it to someone you love. We'll see you next time. hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in becoming a client for energy coaching or card readings, find me at thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do and to book your own session. And don't forget to add me on the lovely Leah on Instagram for daily content and inspiration and hang out with me on Patreon. As always, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.